Hello, I'm your host, Melanie Gordon, and this is Fierce and Free. I've been starting and building companies for over two decades, and I'd like to help you navigate the entrepreneurial path, avoid the pitfalls I tripped into, and reach your full potential. Cozy up each week to hear stories and tips from me, my husband, and business partner, Jeff, aka Flash, and our guests on building a badass company culture, rocking your sales and marketing, and finding your North Star. We hope that what we share helps others avoid burnout and take a shortcut to a more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now let's enjoy the ride. Hello everyone, it's Mel Gordon and I'm here with my awesome co-host Flash Gordon. We're so excited to dive into our topic today on how a family summit that we started nearly 12 years ago has really changed our lives. And it's crazy times right now. So we've worked really hard on putting this together in a guide and looking forward to sharing some of it with you today. Welcome. Mr. Thank you. Flash. Good afternoon. <laughs> These are crazy times. So we're just hoping that everyone is safe and healthy as you can be. And we're hoping that what we share today is going to help bring some calmness to people's partnerships and marriages and family lives. Yeah. And intention? Yes. Some focus? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what we want to go through today is a family summit that we started nearly 12 years ago, kind of how it came about. And we're going to talk a little bit about the who, the what, the where, the when, the why. And we like to call these our seven core connectors. So we're going to give you a glimpse into a few of those. And then finally, we want to encourage you to download our free guide. We take you step by step through how we've done our summit the last 12 years um, in a note-taking format and hope that this can be of a huge resource for you all. And so to kick things off, I I think, I mean, do do you remember how this first got ignited, how we even came up with this idea? Well, I don't, I don't quite remember where it got termed the Gordon Summit, but I remember us going through a process of going through some business coaching and some, some more towards life coaching, if you will, and really doing a lot of work on ourselves and our careers. And it seemed like there could also be some of the things we did in that process with each other for ourselves, for our relationship and our family. Yes. I remember shortly after we got married in 2006, we had some friends that had recently gotten married too. And they had said, you know, and we dated for a while before we got married. And I remember some of our friends saying, we got married and nothing feels different. And I was like, I don't really agree with that. Like, this isn't just keep on dating and hope everything turns out. And so I feel like we kind of disagreed with that. Yeah, I mean, I think what I remember distinctly is they were like, well, we, we, have an, our, we have our own separate bank account still, and we still do the monthly end of the month, who owes who what yes. type of thing. And that just felt a little like the, the, a step wasn't taken, I guess, or yeah. something. Yeah, Finding, I remember you know, that. It's fine to have your own money on the side and stuff like that, but, but keeping entirely separate things just felt different. Yeah. Not the way we did it. (laughs) Exactly. It was different. I think the other thing too, as I was preparing for this episode on our family summit and how much it's helped us and propelled our lives is 
I've never really believed in New Year's resolutions. I've just always felt there's this huge push at the end of the year, get healthy and do that. And I, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I said in New Year's resolution to do yoga for the year. And then, <laughs> right, yeah. I've even drug you to a few of them uh -huh. and you're just shaking your head at me reluctantly. But we're July, mid-July as we're recording this. Mm -hmm. And I think that... There's no better time than to just start where you are and to think about, okay, the year's half over. You don't have to wait until... A New Year's resolution to work on yourself. Exactly. Or your relationship or something. Yeah, like and I, this morning at breakfast, you were like, I can't believe it's July 15th. And I was just going, oh my gosh. And how applicable for this episode because it, it doesn't matter what the date is. Just start where you are. Um, yeah, I mean, we happen to do these tend to be around the very beginning of the year, early January, late December. Uh, but they don't have to be. One year we did it, we did a midway mini summit. And so if something like this sounds like something you want to give a try, give it a try. Even mm -hmm. if it's September or April. Yes, I remember that. So like Flash said, we've had business coaches and friends and mentors along the way. And we've read lots of the books and we we hadn't really found a format that worked really well for us so this is an iteration of our own format over the last 12 years and so what we want to do is start by diving into some of the the details and of course encourage you guys in the show notes of the podcast to download the free guide or go to melaniegordon.com to download this free resource we think it'll be super helpful for you so Starting off with the who, the what, the where, the when, the why. So the who. So to be very clear, this isn't just for married couples. It certainly doesn't have to be. No. no. This is for partners, marriages, even if you're solo. The format is going to help you, like Flash mentioned, get intentional about the seven core connecting areas of your life that we feel have just been a constant these constant themes that we've continued to go back to like faith fitness and financial we have lots of others but those are the three we're going to kind of touch on so the who is solo in your partnership and then also there's bits and pieces of this i feel like we've brought to our families too in terms of like travel and financial conversations uh-huh yeah so. i mean part of what we do is we, we look at our financial situation, we look at our our savings or um, where we are for the year, how we've progressed over the past year, how, where we want to go in, in the future year. And that, again, that word intentional, being intentional about it and thinking about it and reviewing it and looking back at what, where we succeeded and where we didn't and making plans for the future is important for, for anyone to be doing. Yeah. So the what could be inclusive of other other family members sure as well if you like to include maybe you have very close parents or maybe you have children you who you'd like to start bringing some of these skills to mm -hmm. um you know obviously not three-year-olds but yes. <laughs> teenagers if you yeah. will and the when as flash mentioned before we we do this at least once a year and one year things had gotten really crazy extra hectic and we we said we we need to check in at a much bigger level than just you know a date night or something like that mm -hmm. so um again this could be quarterly certainly 
there's yeah it, it it's not called the the gordon yearly review it's called the gordon summit and it yeah. could be called at any you time you can call it at any time <laughs> <laughs> so the the where this has been a fun one for us so i believe our one of our first family summits we did do you remember where it was at lake arrowhead yes yeah and that really cute a frame cabin yes yes it was so fun so we just got away and um disconnected and it was a it was a three-day um it was dog friendly because we had just gotten a new puppy our pug kaya Uh and it was just the three of us and that's when we launched one of our first companies we made the logo there that was one of the things yeah we, we decided as part of the summit that we needed to achieve before we left the cabin was have a logo. <laughs> yeah, get the branding up and the website, and it ultimately went on to be a successful marketing agency. And so the where, typically, we've gone more towards themes, so beach, desert, or mountains. Mm-hmm. I feel like we, I mean, even though we've li- we did live in San Diego the past 20 years, we no longer live in San Diego, but I, f- I feel like we both have an affinity towards the mountains. Yeah, I mean, we've done, Arrowhead was one of, Maybe that first one, I think that was even before it was called the Gordon Summit. Maybe mm-hmm. that's when we named it. We've done it in Tahoe at a Lake Donner Lake Donner. Yes, um, good memory at the Loch Levin Lodge. My gosh, yes. impressive. There we go. Um, we've done it in the car in the middle of a nine-hour drive from Reno to San Diego when we decided that was when we were going to have the most time to focus and talk and we did it over you know many multiple stops along the way while we were driving through the eastern sierras um what else i think the key thing is that it doesn't have to break the bank nor should it now if you want it to be the tail end of a big trip or something special one year we did it in my parents house yes while they were away for the weekend and we were visiting and and taking a a good couple weeks over Christmas. And so we had the house to ourselves. We said, why do we have to go anywhere when we got the place to ourselves? Yeah, that was fun. I love doing that. So of course the why is being more intentional and setting those goals and checking in with yourself. I think that is a big part of this is stopping and pausing. I mean, a big why is stopping and pausing and checking in with yourself, regardless of your partner making sure that you're tuning in with what matters to you. Are there goals and life mm-hmm. decisions that you feel, you know, are being taken care of and tended to? Yeah. I mean, when we put it on the calendar, there's always a bit of a buildup knowing that we're going to go and do this where it's, it's, you make sure you're, uh, you've got your answers, right? Mm-hmm. You, you don't want to sit around and go, well, I don't know. I, I haven't really thought about that. And I don't have anything to say about that. You want to come prepared. Yeah. So we always start with a little bit of time and we go through this in the guide step by step. We even give you a proposed agenda, some agendas that have worked for us. So we always start with an internal check-in. A lot of times each of us knows we want to come to it prepared. And so we'll do it in our own time Mm -hmm. um, and really ponder questions. You know, am I taking enough risks? Am I learning the new things I want to learn? Could we dream bigger? That's always been a big one for us. And we'll share some of those here at the end where we call them our BHAGs, big, hairy, audacious goals. Um, that's always our dream big, bigger section. And so we've, we've really loved uh, going through that. And so 
Some personal examples, we have some really personal examples in our guide, so it's the seven core connectors, and our hope is that by going beneath the surface, it helps you explore further. So this isn't just a guide of like, here, go do this thing. We actually share some pretty personal things within each of these, and I think our hope was that that would help people feel that they could do something similar, or, you know, what is what does talking about faith even look like, right? Or or fitness or financial. And so we mm-hmm. want to go through a few of the examples with you today. So why don't why don't we dive into faith and and spirituality? Yeah, and candidly we're not very religious people as a couple. Um, there has been a time when religion did come into this category a little bit. Um, but for a lot of times this for us is what fills our our soul i guess right and it we end up on this one a lot of times talking about spending time with family spending time alone uh spending time in nature those sorts of things sure yeah well and you grew up in a more religious than i did like you sure. I mean, you went to sunday school and to church yeah. and got baptized at a young age yes yeah so I explored Christianity much later as Mm -hmm. a young adult and I was like, oh, why don't you want to come to Sunday mass with me every Sunday? (laughs) Like I remember being frustrated about it, but it's like, it's fine. I I can go alone. I can go with friends. And, And my perspective was because that's what my mom made me do for eight years of my childhood and and it felt like a chore and so it still still felt like a chore to go to have to go every sunday right and and i didn't understand that until you shared that with me Mm -hmm. and so it took us sitting down and talking through it but i I was frustrated because it was like well you've done this a bunch why can't you come with me and support now in all fairness you did come of course with me handfuls of times but later you said hey i want to find a happy medium where you feel supported, but that you know that I don't have to come with you every single time. Correct. Yeah. Later it turned into, I, I think what was so interesting, like you said, spending time in nature because we met way after I was an avid snowboarder and me and my friends would always say that snowboarding was our church. Mm-hmm. And so I think we've navigated to nature being being Mm -hmm. our spiritual place Mm -hmm. that we go to yes yeah i mean for me a sunday morning is more enjoyable and more fulfilling for me to go out on a hike go fishing or something like that than to attend church Mm -hmm. but i completely understand how for others it's, it's entirely different sure yeah and so, yeah, over the last 12 years, we still talk about this. I mean, it's changed. It, has. it, it hasn't just stayed, you know, stagnant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely changed for us. So moving on to the second one, <laughs> fitness. <laughs> this one's been a roller coaster for both of us, I think. Generally for everyone. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I don't think anyone's ever super pumped or excited to be like, yes. I don't know. That's probably not true. Fitness goals. I mean, there's some crazy fitness well, books out there. Well, you know, you you get into your things, right? Yeah. You got to find your your thing. I think that's what, for me, fitness is when I've been most 
on top of it and into it is when I'm actively focused on it and doing it and setting goals and those sorts of things. I feel like we figured out a way to hack this though. Do you remember that? How, how I said, oh, I, I think we, or at least for me. You got a coach. Is yes. that what you're talking about? <laughs> signing up for oh, signing up for races, 10K got or our first race or, mm-hmm. right, you had, you paid money, you had skin in the game. There was a deadline to it. Mm-hmm. There were going to be other competitors. And I don't like being bad at things. Uh-huh. <laughs> Me or no, you? Both, both of us. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you grew up an avid swimmer. Yes. So that, that definitely lit you on fire doing triathlons because I was able to get motivate myself to get back in the water and and feel how good that is again yeah so I I really love that we figured out a way I figured out a way oh sign up for this half marathon and train to it and then a year and a half later after some some shorter distance tries and some half marathons I got a coach for my first marathon which I'm so glad I did that because I don't know that I would have done it and I trained for, and I'm not a runner. I wasn't a runner growing up. I right. mean, I played basketball and I was a snowboarder. So, um, but checking in with each other on fitness, of course, eating healthy and different goals. And, um, and now we're in a very different place, I think, with fitness. Every year is different. <laughs> we haven't had a race in two years. I think my last race yeah. was a trail, trail I, race two years ago. The last one I had scheduled, I think, was two years ago this coming fall, so a year and a half ago, Yeah, that I had to not run because of plantar fasciitis. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and then it got better. So fitness has always continued continue to evolve for us. So we were both really into mountain biking years and years ago. Um, we just kind of ebbed and flowed and moved into different things. And I had a bit, pretty big crash, so I scared myself. But recently I bought myself as a present to myself that I saved for. Um, I bought myself a brand new mountain bike. And then recently in the last six-ish months you've gotten really into golf like the most you have been since yes I've known you Mm -hmm. so that's been kind of neat yes I decided I to to actually enjoy it and be good at it you have to practice it like like most anything yeah (laughs) yeah so that's been awesome supporting each other and in our new goals so you got you took some lessons over the winter time. You went and got fitted. Mm-hmm. You saved up for the clubs. And then I said, hey, I really miss mountain bike riding. I really want to save up for a new bike because ours has gotten stolen. Um, I've only been on it a few times because we've had a lot going on in our lives. But it's just, it's nice to support each other in those different ones. I think the biggest one for anybody is financial. Mm-hmm. Man, that's been a beast. That's the... Don't you think out of the seven core connectors, that's the that's the biggest one that takes up the most yeah, time? Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly has the most flux year to year. You know, your our financial situ- situation changes every year. Our goals, our dreams, our hopes, where we want to put money or focus our money or that sort of thing. Um, those things change every year. A lot of these other categories are, some of them are just 
you just hit it and you go reaffirm, reaffirm, reaffirm. We're still on the same page. We still agree, agree, agree. Okay, cool. Yeah. But this one always tends to take the longest, but there's, there's a lot of meat here. There's, you know, I, I prepare a, a financial update, a kind of state of the personal finance union. And there's a good amount of goal setting in this one. Yeah. So flash prepares a lot for the personal side. And then for our business, when we were first getting started, we had financial check-ins weekly and monthly because you know, when you're starting a new business, it's everything in has to generate some ROI on the way out. And there were some very tough years where we weren't paying ourselves. We were living off of our emergency fund and this typically was some of the more stressful conversation. And so it can take a little bit more time. You could split this up over many days. Yeah. Um, or, or even split it up, cover half of it, go to a different area and talk about something different Yeah, and then come back to it. It, you know, it, it's, it's rich. Yes. So in the past we've used an app called mint. We now use, um, personal capital to help with budgeting and tracker spending on the personal side. When we weren't paying ourselves a lot, we didn't have a lot of ways to save money for the big trips. And so we started yeah. doing it in small chunks Yeah, where you and, set and up automated, automated savings, you know, $25 a week into yes. an account that hopefully that grows. was so helpful. Um, Cause when you sit down and you say, Oh, we want to save a thousand dollars or $5,000 for that trip that we want to take. It just seems impossible when you're an entrepreneur who's barely even making enough money to pay your bills. Yeah. There, there is power in, in automating that and it not having kind of that float in your checking account where you look at it and you go, oh, I've got some money. Yes. <laughs> what can I buy? <laughs> you get it out of that bucket and put it in a different bucket called mm -hmm. the travel budget or the home budget. Yeah. And you, you say, okay, I want to go on this trip next summer and you back into it and you say, okay, it's going to cost $2,000. Okay. How many weeks do I have to save? What does that mean? And, you know, if you have, say, a consistent income, you know, a salary where you're getting the same amount every two weeks, you can plan to take the same amount out every mm -hmm. week. Yeah. That was that was big for us in, in actually being able to have something to look forward to in the future and celebrate. I think why financial also is such a huge bucket that we try to help friends and entrepreneurs with is if one person is the entrepreneur and the other person is not mm -hmm. having these intentional financial discussions and including your partner in the conversation. Mm -hmm. I think that's why this is such a huge bucket as well. I mean, yes, we're married and we're in business together, but that's not, that's not most people. I don't think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we're, we run the same company, so we're both entrepreneurial and, in some spirit, I would say you are more entrepreneurial than I am, um, but... Are you sure? To be determined, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> You've been on this journey with me. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, we... With some of these conversations in this area, it was, okay, we just sacrificed for a year. Are we going to do it again for another year, or do we need to change something so that we're not stretching ourselves so thin on the personal side. Yes. Yeah. 
I think we learned too, and maybe this is the case for some other people out there, so maybe just sharing a little bit more on financial, is that you are the computer programmer, you love math, you're yeah. really good at it, I'm business and marketing. Yes, I know and understand numbers, it's just not my forte. Mm-hmm. And so we've we've had a lot of frustrations around this area because we don't speak the same language when it comes to finances. And I think that probably happens with a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, I'd say we have a language that overlaps, but the way I think about and process numbers is entirely different than you. Um, and so, and and also the retention of just numbers and, and status of things and, yes. and what the plan is. Like and, give an example. <laughs> Can you think of one? <laughs> I always say like, oh, you probably already have that spreadsheet built in your head and you already know all the numbers and I'm asking you five different questions and I'm, you know, sure, it could tension be. is high and you're going, oh, well, and it's like you left me in the dust. Right. It could be a forecast for revenue growth. It could be a personal burn forecast and oh, if we have X and we're burning Y, how much runway do we have? And those things inherently just make sense in my mind and they happen and I don't necessarily need to put them on a spreadsheet and see them and then talk about them and process them, but you do. I hate you, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so typically, since we know this now, cause we've worked through this a lot. I mean, we're on our third venture together. Mm-hmm. So you'll, you have a couple different spreadsheets. You can whip them up pretty quickly because I need to see the numbers. I need to see how things flow and things connect. So you'll build a quick spreadsheet for me. Right. So for, for me, um, you know, one of the things I learned is that is the type of spreadsheet you need to see. And so I can look at a two month forecast and look at the, and look at trends and trend out and understand what six months might look at without actually doing it, where that's not how you see it. And so your mm-hmm. next question would be, well, do we run out of money or do we have money in six months? Yeah. yeah. So we've worked through that a lot on the personal side and the business side. And then to be completely open, we have a controller and CFO that's helped us much later on, which was a huge yes. weight off our shoulders. But personally it's still me and you figuring it out we don't mm-hmm. yes we have a cpa we but we don't have someone on the personal side that does all this for us like i think that's the hardest part for people it's like you know when you're not a billionaire and you have your own personal controller where, where CFO, do i invest it where do i put it yeah. what is our strategy how do you that? build these spreadsheets yeah. if we so, have a thousand dollars i'd like to invest where are we going to put yeah. it yeah yeah and who and, and who decides, right? Yes. So financial is a big one. So give yourself some grace and some, <laughs> and some space. So download our free guide. It'll be in the show notes here on this podcast, or you can go to melaniegordon.com to download it, where we walk you through the step-by-step process and a note-taking format that we've used over the last 12 years. We have a Google folder with all of our notes over the last 12 years. And we wanted to share a few of our ahas. I just went into the archive preparing for this and saw um, some goals that we set in 2015 and 2016. It's 2020. And I just thought we would share a few. Some are, lots of them are very personal and financial. So 
We're not gonna like share all of that stuff, but I was combing through a few today and we set fitness goals and travel goals and things like that. And one of them was Yosemite. I had been once younger. You hadn't ever been to Yosemite, right? I had been once in, in uh, I, think, I think I was like a freshman in high school or something, for okay. a day. It was literally, yeah. I was there for like four hours. So we both wanted to really, really get to the Yosemite. And we set this in one of our summits, I think, in 2015. Mm-hmm. And we're as getting better. Goal. Yeah, as a travel goal. And we're getting better at, we go through this in the guide about how to set smart goals and not just saying, I want to do this thing. It's like, well, great. By when do you need to train? Do you need to save? How's it going to happen? Uh, and then later on, we ended up having one of the most amazing trips in Yosemite with my parents and our Uncle Bill. Mm-hmm. We went again last year, and now we're going again this year. We're leaving on our hike out of Yosemite Valley. Yes. And Yosemite is one of my most favorite. It's my top five of all the places I've been. We've traveled a little bit, but it's definitely in my top five. So the next one was yours that you said. Do you want to talk about it? The the B hag that you you said in twenty sixteen. Yes. Got it. So that was that that in in a couple years. So that was measurable, right? It wasn't necessarily this year. I need to do this. And this was in twenty sixteen. Yes. Yeah. uh, Was I wanted to climb Mount Whitney? So hike Mm -hmm. Mount Whitney. It's it's a hike, not a climb, but. that was just something I thought was would require research, training, endurance, stamina, you know, a tough mind. So I felt it was a, a good goal for a lot of different areas of where I wanted to focus on and get better and um, ended up summiting in 2018. So two, summer of, of two years later mm-hmm. uh, on a day hike with my good friend George. It was amazing. You did it in one day. Day hike, up and back. It was. How many it was miles? a long day. How many miles is it? Twenty-two or something like that. It's twenty-two miles. Twenty-two, twenty-three miles. What's like the that. elevation? The top elevation yeah. is fourteen thousand five. So it's the highest point in the contiguous U.S. Yes. And how many hours did it take you? <laughs> um, we started it. 2 a.m. and we were down at the store at four i want to say so 14 hours yeah crazy some of these details start getting fuzzy okay well (laughs) it was something amazing that you said and then looking back and then i saw in our notes from our 2016 bhag so big hairy audacious goals you had put one day i want to hike part of the pct the pacific crest trail which runs from The border of Mexico to Canada. It's right. Like, and I, it yeah. wasn't necessarily that I wanted to hike the whole thing. That was a massive undertaking, but that I wanted to hike a significant portion of yes. it. And now we have a pretty big... We have a hike coming up in just about a month. Uh-huh. Leaving out of Yosemite Valley, hiking uh, about 100 miles along the John Muir Trail, which is also quite a bit of it is on the PCT as well. Yeah. And that's something that that was four years ago. That we said, oh, that mm-hmm. would be cool one day. That just stuck in our mind. Yes. So it's just so cool. I got the goosebumps. I'm really excited to hike with you on the on the John Muir Trail. I'm very nervous because we're not trained up, but we set it up. We're setting ourselves up for success because 
I think our fitness has changed a lot. It used to be sign up for the races and be the best in your class or try to podium and that kind of stuff. And now we've moved towards hiking, which is not a race. And some people try and make it a race. But yes, for, but we're not. No. And so now we're in a different mode where we're, we're out there to enjoy it and explore and be with nature and all that good stuff. But we hope that you download our guide and feel free to ping us on social media or email. We'd love to hear your input and your feedback on how it works for you. And if you were able to share it with friends or family and we're open to constructive feedback as well. So yeah, what, what works for you? What didn't, it's going to be different for everyone. This is yes. what evolving over many years began to work for us, but everyone's going to be different and take what resonates with you. And if something doesn't leave it behind, revisit it maybe in a couple of years, maybe yeah. it will resonate. Save your notes. Always so you save your notes. Too. Take notes and save them and yes. review them. That's how we start every summit now is to do a quick review yes. of some previous years. Yeah. You guys, 2020 isn't over. It's been a hellacious year. Some more for others. The world is in chaos, but the year's only half over. Get intentional. Start small. Start with yourself first. You don't even have to involve a partner or someone. Just maybe just do your internal check-in and use the same guide because... We're just hoping that this offers one person, somebody out there, some sort of relief for hope yeah. and a more positive future and reset for 2020 as we head into 2021. Thank you for listening and we will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening. Hit that subscribe button to get notified when our new episodes come out. In the meantime, check out MelanieGordon.com. Again, that's Melanie Gordon, M-E-L-A-N-I-G-O-R-D-O-N.com. Melanie doesn't have an E. So checking out MelanieGordon.com for more resources and to get in touch. We'd love to hear from you and learn what topics you'd like us to cover. See you next time. Mm -hmm.